Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Quark. We're going to battle Fear Factory. This is George Quark, Commander Fisher. This is Jasmine Delegate. This is Wade from Al Enemy. This is Mike Nick from Fear Factory. This is Wednesday 13. This is Bruce Andrews Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Gary Green from Simple Tour, and you're listening to Ever Black Podcast. Before we go into this episode of the Ever Black Podcast, we just need to give a shout out to our show supporters, the Occult Clothing Brand Electric, which love amazing apparel from shirts to hoodies to hats to beanies, dresses and more. Check out their full range at electricwitch.com.au and put in the code EVERBLACK for 20% off your order. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the Ever Black Podcast on Spotify and iTunes podcast streams and see all our video interviews on the Ever Black YouTube channel. You can also read all our articles and reviews at everblack.com.au. All right, on with the show. Aaron, thanks for joining us on the show, brother. How's everything going over in your part of the world? Uh, things are good. Uh, sun shining. Just uh, getting the apartment all in order. Man, good times. Good times. Well, of course, uh, you are doing a lot of press at the moment for your new EP, um, which has been keeping you busy and moving moving house. And that new EP is amazing. It's called Timeless. Um, Thank you so much. Man, I've, yeah, I've been really digging it. Makes me want more. So I'm guessing there's that's more. awesome. Well, there there is more coming. So there you go. This is just the uh, the first of a trilogy of EPs. So we're going to be dropping new music all year. Is it all connected? Like, is there like a uh, yeah. story? I don't want I don't want to give away too much, but yeah, it definitely is. Oh come on, man! Spill a little bit, a little bit of beans. Come on. But then if I spill all the beans, then when the next one drops, I won't have anything to come back and talk about. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> well played. Well played. Well, uh, of course, I mean, uh, you guys all live apart. Is that right? How far apart are you guys? Uh, I'm about an hour away, or maybe like 40 minutes to an hour away from Alan and Phil, and then I'm about an hour and a half away from Tino. So when it came to writing and stuff like that, was it easy enough? I don't know how it is with all the lockdowns and things over where you are. Was it- uh, we, we did it with Zoom, and we had actually planned on writing with Zoom because we live kind of far apart anyway, so... Uh-huh. Um, we started working shortly after getting home from Shiprock in 2020, which was in early February. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, we just did it over zoom, like how I think the rest of the world has been handling meetings and virtual get togethers, you know, it's crazy too. Cause te- like technologically speaking, you couldn't have really done it this efficiently 10 years ago, you know? So it's kind of cool. It is, you know what, like, and there isn't much delay at all with this but i find with there's another video meeting thing i won't mention out there the old one skype um <laughs> where there's always issues <laughs> like you couldn't be able to I, do that without it i never i never had a skype account i tried it once like yep. a really long time ago for something and it just never worked so i oh. never bothered getting one because you could use like google meet or like uh hangouts used to have uh like meeting chats and functions and stuff like that but 
Yeah, it's really funny now. And, and Zoom works really well on my phone and it works. I haven't tried it on any of my like new computers. My old laptop hated it. It would disconnect me like every 20 seconds. <laughs> and I, that's, actually the, that's actually the laptop that I did the mixing and mastering for the EP on. It's a 2012 MacBook Pro. <laughs> Isn't that weird? But I mean, this isn't a plug for Zoom, by the way. But hey, we I do like sponsors. Um, yeah, pay us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Swing us all the, that Zoom money. I don't know. I don't for know. sure. Yeah, but um, you, you mixed and mastered it yourself. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. It sounds incredible. Thank you. Yeah, it was something that we all worked really hard on um, before... I was in of Mice and Men when I used to just sing in Jamie's Elsewhere. I used to uh, produce local bands up in Northern California as like my side job. So uh, when I joined of Mice, we started just like touring all the time. So there wasn't really time to pursue that. And then I moved, you know, to Southern California um, and like moving into an apartment, you can't like track drums and stuff. (laughs) So um, yeah, it was cool. We just like wrote over Zoom. Everybody engineered their own parts because we're all kind of nerds about like recording software and stuff. Um, and in the past, working with producers in like some of like the coolest studios, it's we were one of those bands that were always in the control room, like trying to learn. So like it was kind of cool to implement everything. And, you know, there weren't really studios or producers available when we started working because things started shutting down. So it was kind of nice to be able to sort of take control and, to you know, to write a handful of songs and then partner with a new label with sharp tone to release, you know, shorter format EPs so we can get music out to fans faster. So it's kind of cool, you know, how quickly did that happen? Like uh, going over to sharp tone and, and, and recording and things like that with everything going on, was, was that difficult to merge over and, and join up with them and, and things like that? Um, we started, we actually signed with sharp tone in, um the beginning of 2020 like end of 2019 kind of started negotiations so we already knew that we wanted to release eps we knew that we wanted to kind of change you know after six albums you just kind of want to try something different even if it's a colossal failure you're just like i'm just down to (laughs) just down to try something different so um they were not only like down for us to do that but they were down to help us figure out like the most creative and efficient ways of doing that so we could you know, perpetuate our art because that's ultimately what it is. You know what? They're they're, they're a pretty good label. Hey, like I get a lot of oh yeah from there. And Fantastic. They, like them and, and Nuclear Blast, I find are really really good with um, yep with their promo with their bands and stuff, which is for sure. Uh, which is John down here. Shout out to John. Um, but uh, you know, in regards to recording, obviously with vocals. You know, did you like build build a sound booth in your garage or how did you do that? Nope. I have a thing. It's called an Isovox vocal booth. And it oh. is, uh, let me, it's uh, that little guy right there, that little white thing. See, you oh, just man. slide it over. You stick your head in it and then uh, and then, yeah, you don't uh, you don't end up pissing off your neighbors and getting noise complaints. Dude. Like a lot of like a lot of like voiceover uh, voiceover actors and stuff like that use it um it's a great product it's just iso vox and it's just the iso ox vocal booth you can zip it up fold it take it with you places and it just mounts on a speaker stand and it's uh yeah all the vocals i just did like in my apartment dude i need to get not one, one noise not one noise complaint <laughs> <laughs> so i get noise complaints here um but uh you know i don't have one of them i just i just scream anyway but uh <laughs> 
<laughs> Apart from that, I mean, what's uh, what's what's your secret to getting a good vocal vocal tone in mm. out of the studio? Apart from that, do you do you have a certain microphone that you use? I I, I typically use a Shure SM7B. It's just like a just nice round fat sound and you can kind of like really overdrive it like that's if you're recording aggressive or screaming vocals like that is by far in my opinion the best mic um and then i have a steven slate um one of their new uh modeling microphones and that's really cool because you can like select different microphones and then it just sounds like that and I've dabbled a little bit with that. Uh, all of the of my stuff was tracked on a 7B through a, a Universal Audio Apollo Twin with like, I think one of the like UA610 preamps or whatever. Because that's one of the coolest features about that is you can actually like put the, the op amp preamp or whatever it is. So you can like model actual like the impedance of hardware and stuff. Gives it kind of a cool sound, but... Most like most of what makes a vocal good, though, in my opinion, is the take. And that's like the, that's the thing that takes the <laughs> longest is, is, you know, just just finding the right um, feeling more than the notes. Notes you can edit and change and stuff, but like feeling and delivery, it's like that is that's what makes the, the take, I think. Absolutely. And you've nailed it, man. I mean, you're, oh, you're thank you. fantastic. Thank you. I mean, it, says it i mean you you're one of the best out there so uh yeah you've done a good job especially being uh, i guess you can be critical on you on yourself sometimes not you necessarily oh, yeah no a, i'm my i'm my own worst critic for sure so, <laughs> so there's a lot of i'm 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 meaner to myself than any of the trolls on the internet ever could be <laughs> <laughs> i got i can feel you there man i definitely know what that is but uh you know of course uh <laughs> The interesting thing about the band is I thought of Mice and Men were around a lot longer than what they were. Like They've always just sort of, to me, just been there. I thought they've been around longer than 2009. And recently I found out that it was only since then. Was that a lot to sort of take on for you when you joined the band, considering that they did so much and achieved so much in that period of time? And then when you came on board as well, it's like 20 years of career condensed into yeah. a short amount of time. For sure. I, you know, I think probably not so much at the time because I was younger and just like the, you know, the guys were my friends that I, like I'd known Phil from a static lullaby. Cause I toured when I was in Jamie's with a static lullaby and I'd known yeah. Tino from lower D done a bunch of touring with lower D after he was uh, out of the band. Like we all had like mutual friends and stuff. So it was like, it was, I'm going to join a cool band with my friends. And it's like, everybody's work ethic was like on a hundred all the time because there was 270 dates booked out of 365 days of the year. And it's like, all right, like, let's, you know, let's go. And my whole, you know, my whole thing with it was, I just want to, I understood that the band was really important to people. Yes. Um, and so for me, it wasn't really like, oh, this is like my shot. It was more like, oh, this is like a band that not only is like, um, you know, like culturally important to people right now, but like I could see from where I was that the band was doing a lot of good in like the message it was promoting and like 
the kind of solidarity that I was seeing amongst like the fans and stuff. So for me, it was all about like, oh, I could be a part of something that's like important right now. And I could, you know, try and make it better, you know, try and like just put myself into it. And from like day one, the guys were all about like, letting me have my fingerprints on it too and stuff. So it was always like super collaborative. It was always like a really cool experience. So, and since then it's just been, it's been crazy. Yeah. Sometimes it does feel like a 20, like 20 years in the last uh, 10 and somebody reminded me that next year is going to be my 10 years in the band. And I was like, wow. Jesus, old, my back, my back feels like it's been 30, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a blessing, you know? It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool to, to be in your thirties and to still be able to make music. Like I'm very blessed. So, uh, enjoying it a lot. Absolutely. And I mean, you've played some incredible shows over that time too. Like played all over the world venues, uh, all the size arenas. Do you find that, you know, when you do those big shows with like Slipknot and, and all those bands, do you, you know, you've got your in-ears and stuff like that, but do you find that it's hard to connect with, your band members the stages are so big and you've got that big biggest space um yes and no i i, I actually I'll, I, I think it's mostly no it's it's yes maybe a little bit just if people aren't in your line of sight and you're like hey i need to like i need to cue the next like start the next song oh you can't see me like start the next song like, <laughs> but but you know i think for us when we perform it's it's very um it's very cathartic and expressive for everybody. So everybody's kind of having their own show for their own reasons up there, but we all practice and everybody puts the work in. So it always ends up just like um, being a very sort of cohesive experience. And you end up connecting more through, at least we do because we've been playing so long, we connect way more with what we hear than necessarily what we see. Um, Because most of the time, you're facing forward. So Tino is really the only one that sees everybody, <laughs> you know, and he, and he's, and he's looking at our good sides, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're, so most of the time we're just, uh, yeah, most of the time it's just connecting through the music and that's why it's, you know, because we have the same in-ear mix, we traveled, like we were, we were one of the bands where like kind of early on after like discovering that we liked in-ears, we're like, yo, let's get our own thing so that we don't have to like have anybody mess with it. <laughs> we can just <laughs> plug it in and it will be the same every day. And so it's really cool because like, no matter what the stage is like, the mix is usually pretty consistent. And so it's, you know, we just kind of like reconvene and connect and it's always a, always a cool experience. It's what I miss for sure. Oh, man. But it's been cool to also be home and have a lot of time to like write and a lot of time to spend time with family and do things that we haven't been able to do in the last 10 years, you know, because we've been blessed with the, a good career it's it's busy a lot of the time so you know it's all about how you kind of frame it and it'll probably as soon as everything opens up again i i get that feeling that it's gonna just hit the ground running for every oh i think i think it's gonna I, th- I think it's gonna probably have a a rocky-ish start kind of like the first gen iphone yeah <laughs> but <laughs> i think i think i think once it's safe and once like the, the yeah. public confidence is there again i think it's honestly like live music is going to have such a live moment and it's going to be like um i think people have really sort of now kind of understand the importance of it mm-hmm. like just collectively whereas like live music was something that like 
a portion of the population enjoyed. And I think now it's something that like kind of the overall population like understands the importance of. So it's kind of cool. And when was the last time you came to Australia? I think it was, was it Soundwave or was it Download? I can't remember which Download. One. Download. That was all right. Yeah. It was Download. Man. That was a fun one. <laughs> that was a, you know, what's crazy is that was a crazy tour for us. Cause we went, we flew from LA, we did Download and then we did a handful of shows, I think with Limp Bizkit. And then we flew to Japan, did Warp Tour Japan, and then we flew to Russia and did dates in Russia, and then we flew to Europe and like started a headliner. And 14 days before that tour started, I had an injury to my vocal cords where my oh. doctor said, "Don't don't don't sing or like try not to talk, you know, more than like 100 words a day for the next 14 days." And I was like, "Damn." Cuz on day 15, I got to play a 45-minute show with Limp Biscuit, <laughs> so, so I was like, so I immediately was just like, Bleh. but it ended up being sick. It ended up like the whole tour was fine and it was great. That was like for the Defy tour, I think. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute since we've been down there. That's like, my point. We, man, when we got to see you again at some point. And I'm telling you, when we're allowed to like travel and things are safe, I'm, dude, we're there. Everyone loves coming down here. I mean, they always say, you know, the, oh, travel, yeah. the travel sucks. <laughs> but when they get here, they're like, it's the best, you know? No, it is. It's like, it's, it's, I would say it's one of the best countries in the world to play live music for just probably in any genre. I agree. It's good fun, man. It's good fun. Well, oh, I yeah. definitely hope, hope to see you guys again when, when everything goes back to normal, but uh, oh, in the will. meantime, man, this EP, it's, it's crushing it. And uh, it comes out. Well, I'd say now, because by the time this goes up, it'll be tomorrow, which will be out already. But, We're already uh, in the future, but talking in the past. In the past. Whilst in the future. Because I'm in Australia. You're a day yeah. behind. You are actually in the future. Yeah. So I am in the future. So um, yeah. I got no advice. I got no lotto numbers for you. So sorry. What's the that. date? The date's the 25th over there? Yeah. Yeah, it's the 24th here, dude. You're in 25th. the future. You gotta, I am in the future. You got you to you gotta hook me up with, yeah, the, the lotto numbers. Gotta talk I'll to split you it with you. Your kid's money. Um, yeah. <laughs> what if it worked that way? Man, how good would it be? <laughs> wild. I'd be like that cup that was on that. Don't move that cup because if you move that cup, it'll affect everything happening over here. That's it. Some Rick and Morty shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great show. <laughs> well, brother, it's been awesome hanging out with you. All the links for uh, the new EP timers are all down here. Uh, take care, man. And, uh, we will see you very, very soon. Hey, you too. You take care, stay safe, and uh, you keep rocking, man. Thanks, man. Keep smiling, keep rocking. I will. Definitely. All right, thanks, bro. Have a good one, all right? You too, man. Bye. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 